Welcome to another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church. You know, today is the day that we honour our mums and for who they are and who they are to us. And we thank God for who they are and, uh, and remember the women that have loved us, mentored us and mothered us. And this might be a sad day for you. I know it was for me the year, the first Mother's Day that I, I, we had when after my mum had passed away. It was this really difficult, sad day. It might be sad for you because your mum has passed away or it might be sad because you weren't that particularly close to her or you may not have even really known her. Whatever your experience of your mother was, I pray today that you will experience God's love and encouragement and hope for your future because that's what God gives to us. And, you know, mums come in all shapes and sizes, you may have uh, realised. But one thing is is that video showed and what Ross said that I've observed, mums from all nationalities and all backgrounds give sacrificially of themselves. They just seem to, even before the child's even born, they're protecting their own health and there's just something very special about that nurturing side of, of women. Bible says that we were made in God's image and likeness, both male and female. And that nurturing side is also part of God, that nurturing, giving, loving and, and so it gives, brings a balance. Becoming a parent is one of life's richest rewards. But it will take all of your energy, all of your patience, <laughs> your love and your finances to raise children to be healthy adults. I got a few photos of my family. I figure I'm preaching and it's Mother's Day, so <laughs> I'm going to show you um, that is Archer, our little grandson that was born um, six and a half weeks ago. That's Stephen's eldest, uh, our eldest, Stephen's little son. This is Ayla and Archer together. Ayla is now seven months old, uh, Tim and Lydia's little girl. And that's me holding Archer. And isn't that gorgeous? Don't you love that? That's, that was just the other week. This is Lydia. And Ayla there, like, same, same. That is um, Stephen, our eldest son, with his wife, Rachel. We've got two Rachels. And, and that's uh, Matt and Rachel, our daughter. And that's all the clan in Melbourne. Noah, um, Abigail, Charlotte, Rachel and Stephen. And, Ch- and see, there's Archer. Isn't he cute? <laughs> what a cutie. <laughs> Melt your heart. And that's us all in the backyard, <laughs> having a crazy time. Okay, so that's a little glimpse of us. And uh, I just love being a grandma. It's just the best, the best thing ever. Being a mum was, was amazing, but being grandma is even, even more amazing. When I grew up, um, I was told that the man was the head of the house and the woman was the heart. And... I'm, I'm not sure how that goes in your world now, but that's what it was when I was growing up. And uh, when God created us, he had a plan in mind. And family was part of his plan. And he created us male and female. 
And uh, there was no gender confusion in his design. The enemy of our souls has tried to destroy, destroy men and women right from the beginning. The world has become ridiculous in trying, in its attempt not to offend anybody. Don't get me started on that subject. That's another one. Uh, come Sunday night in a couple of weeks, we're going we're gonna to have a look at our um, sexual, Christian sexuality and what the Bible says about who we are. I believe that the scripture lays a foundation on which we can build our lives and our families. If we follow this biblical pattern, we can have confidence that we, to build a happy and a healthy home. So finding home, what does that mean to you? In Australia, we have one of the highest um, home ownership uh, percentages in the world. But buying a house doesn't automatically mean that you are getting a home. Yeah, that is something that has to be built. What, so what is home to you? Just think about it for a moment. Is it a place where you can come home and kick your shoes off and just totally relax, be yourself, be refreshed? Home to me is a place where I am with my family, wherever that is. You know, that when we're together, that's home to me. And home is somewhere where we come back to after life's adventures. Home is where we're known and belong. And ideally, it's where we're loved and accepted. It's also been said that the, um, the woman sets, the mother sets the tone in the home. We were staying at a holiday house and I saw this, this little um, picture of a, a black Afro-American mama with a frizzy hair and she had her hands on her hips and... And the caption underneath it said, when mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. <laughs> and I thought, boy, that's so true. <laughs> Women do set the tone in the home. So it is, it's important to remember that some days. And uh, understand that our roles are different by God's design and to complete and complement each other, not to um, com compete against each other, but to complement. They're not... One's not better than the other. They're just different. So home is our first glimpse of how the world works. And we learn to communicate. We learn to negotiate. But, but finding home will mean different things, as I said, to different people. I remember my mother's search and her longing for her childhood home in Cape York. Her carefree days where she would, they lived on... Um, most northerly cattle station in Australia, Lockerbie. And she would often tell us of the stories where they would go walking through the bush, swimming in the creeks, eating bush tucker with, with uh, Minnie and Jacko and, and wandering all over the place with the Aboriginal children. And, and my grandmother homeschooled them and they also had school of the air. I used to listen to her stories and I'd look at her face and I wonder why she was so sad, even though we were doing those same things. We would, she would always take us camping in the bush, swimming in the creeks, you know, walking on the beaches. But she did, it, something was sad about her. And as I grew, I realised that how unhappy she was and, and how painful my parents' marriage was to both of them. And I looked at this and I remember thinking... You know, they did the best that they could with what they had. And I honour my parents for that. They did teach me how to love and be loved. 
But sadly, their marriage didn't last. And I'm not trying to preach, a, you know, this perfect little world that we, we live in. We live in a real world where there is pain and there is suffering and loss, where relationships break down. But I also know that you can build a happy home, even though you weren't raised in one. I also know that God is a good foundation on which to build your life. And if you consistently give him your heart and life, you will build an amazing life. And he will build. It says, Jesus said, follow me and I'll make you. I'll make you a fisher of men. I will make you a man or woman of God. I will make you a good mother. Follow me. And that's, that's what I want to um, concentrate a little bit more on this morning. But finding home was when I found Jesus. Finding Jesus was like finding home for me. When I found him, I found that a place of acceptance, of love, and of security and strength. Finding him was, was finding my chance of eternal home and happiness. It was, it was just an amazing thing. Jesus said in John 14, 23, If anyone really loves me, he will keep my word, my teachings. My Father and I will love him, and we will come and make our dwelling place, our home, with you. So how do we build this home? Building a home is more than just bricks and mortar. I believe we've got to build on the right foundation. So if you're taking notes, we've got to build. Number one, we've got to build on the right foundation. Matthew 7, let's have a look at this. Verses 24 to 27, it says, Therefore, if anyone hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, it's like a wise man or woman who builds their house on the rock. The rain came, the storms rose, the winds blew, and beat against that house, yet it did not fail because its foundations were on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came, the storms rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, and the fall was very great. If we look at that scripture, there's a couple of things Jesus said. Hear my words, put them into practice, build on a solid foundation. These are the blueprint for a good life. And if we follow this, and as I've said, irrespective of, of your background or, or even your, your parental example, you can build a solid life. You can build a happy home, a healthy home for children to, to be raised in. Some people's lives, many people build on things that are temporary, Things that don't last, like finding financial security, building the biggest and the most beautiful home and filling it with all the gadgets you can find or trying to stay in the fountain of youth, you know, just, you know, glorifying youth. Our culture glorifies youth. These are foundations that are on sand. Can you see what I'm saying? And a fantasy escapes, looking for adrenaline highs, this is building on sand. It's not going to last. As soon as storm comes, as soon as a challenge comes, crash. It's not going to stand the test of time. But, but to build a home on the right foundation, we need to trust him, not in material possessions, because they come and they go. 
they get stolen, they, they rust, they fall apart. These things are not worth building your life on or, or building your life chasing to accumulate these things. God will bless you. That's true. God will bless you as we put him first. In Matthew um, 6, 33, it says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added to you as well. And that's what we've seen. In, on the um, 8th of January this year, 2017, um, my doctor was waiting for me after the service. And many of you know, I, I had some tests. I'd had a fine needle biopsy on some growths in my, my throat. And um, I was having trouble with my thyroid. They didn't know what was going on. And tests showed that I had these three growths, um, two of which were like big goiter, benign growths, and one of them had cancer in it. And, and that was the biggest shock of my life. <laughs> like, I've been through a few. And, and this we'd had, we were like, Happy New Year, bang, straight into that. You know, there are storms that come to life. There are challenges that came. And that, that was what was like for Ross and I. Immediately it was like, well, they couldn't tell me the extent of, you know, wh where else it was or, you know, I had to have surgery immediately. And so it was just trying to stay calm when everything, I felt like we just set sail. Everything was calm and then we just went straight into a storm. But Jesus did stand up in my boat <laughs> and he said, enough, stop. And then there came this great calm and we got the good news that it was very small, it was contained and that was taken away and I lost my thyroid but um, hey, thanks God, they tell me I'm going to live to be an old lady so that's good news. <laughs> Thank you. But you know, Love is another essential foundation when you get... Because storms come to all of us and challenges come to all of us. Storms come and go. They don't last forever, you noticed, in the natural. They blow in and then they blow off again. But strong, tough people last. People that have a good foundation stand the test of time. And people and two people that, that fall in love will stand together in love through the challenges of life. Romance can blossom again and again and be refreshed and they will be more resilient than ever. This is what Ross and I found, that we, romance brought us together but it's our love that keeps us together and that's that unselfish love that Ross often gives me. <laughs> that women don't all have it, ladies, sorry to tell you. We don't have the, the lion's share of unselfish love. Men are pretty good too. <laughs> And, uh, and Ross is exceptional. But two people that decide that they're going to do this together, because two are better than one, because you, you have a great return, but a threefold cord is not easily broken. When you add the Lord there in your marriage, in your relationship, in your family, in your future, when you're looking for someone to marry, you've got to have that component to give it that extra third strand that gives you the strength that's not easily broken when we go through life because this life is not perfect you're going to sail into whatever <laughs> you're going to be going through seasons of change and 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 social change we're going to see look how much we've seen already from when I was a child that was 
commonly accepted. Man was the head of the home, the woman was the heart of the home. Now people would find that, you know, naive to be, you know, don't let me go there. All right. (laughs) But God is faithful. God is faithful and he is good and he is true. And And as we have found that he can revitalize and refresh your, your love that just goes beyond romance and, and fantasy to something that is solid. So we, we find home in him. We build on the right foundation and we will reap the rewards. There's a quote that I read this, this week. The grass isn't greener on the other side of the fence. It's greener where you water it. That's a good one to remember in relationships. It's where you water, where you put the effort. And I was reading this also from the Word for Today. Who reads the Word for Today? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Um, Saturday, actually yesterday, it says, Marriage is like an empty container. You get out of it what you put in. This, um, this truth frees you to make your relationship rich and rewarding by becoming a giver rather than a taker. Some people think the container becomes filled ready with romance, sexual fulfillment, being served in the style that you have become accustomed. They think that they can take whatever they want out of a never-ending supply, instant, low-maintenance, satisfaction guaranteed. Then one day they dip in and come up empty. Shocked, disappointed, angry, despairing, hopeless, they conclude that their partner failed, fooled them or forsook them. Why else would the container be empty? Then they, are looking, then they go looking for a new container. The truth is, it's your responsibility to make enough deposits every day to guarantee sufficient withdrawals in a rich relationship. Jesus says the amount that you give will be the amount that you get back. Isn't that true? This is what we need to do. Sowing in to strengthen that foundation, to build, build. So just recapping, we're finding home, we find it in Jesus. And we build on a good foundation, a foundation that's centered on Christ, the rock, my last point. We build on the rock the rock Jesus. I love that song, Cornerstone, Christ Alone. And you know, when you go through, uh, there was also another song that we, that we, um, we sang around the uh, early January that really meant a lot to me. It said, we will not be shaken. We will not be moved. Christ is fighting for us. And, um, and I, we had to hold on to that with faith. You've got to put faith into to anything that's worth keeping in your life. And by faith, we took the stand to believe for health and for healing and for provision. We've done this many times over. It takes faith. So we're building to withstand storms and challenges. We build on the rock. As Jesus is the foundation of everything that is secure and lasting. In 2 Peter 1.3, it says, His divine power has, been, um, has given us everything we need for godly life. Through the knowledge of him, he called us by his own glory and goodness. 1 Corinthians 3, 10 and 13 says, By grace that has been given to me, I lay a foundation as a wise builder, this is Apostle Paul, 
and someone else is building upon it. But each one should take care how they build. For one lays the found, um, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Christ. If anyone builds on a foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, and straw, <laughs> their work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. Each person. That scripture was saying there that each of us is to build our own lives and to join in with him and building his kingdom here on earth. We need to build our home, our family and, and your work for the Lord as God has called you to do with the best materials that he is providing for us. We can fill our heart and our home with love and invite him in. And presence him and his power to be within you and in, within your home and in your place of influence where you work, where you can go beyond. So we're building on a good foundation. How do we do this? We build on the rock. We trust him through every season of life. Psalm 112 verses 1, um, 2 and 7 says, blessed are those who fear the Lord, who find great delight in his commands. Their children will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. And they will have no fear of bad news, for their hearts are steadfast and trusting in him. As I said earlier, finding Jesus is like finding home. Have you found him this morning? Can you... Look and say, yes, I'm at home. It is well with my soul. I am at home. I am at rest in my relationship with Jesus. And my, and my last comment, finding your spiritual home. This is going to be a place just like this in, a, in your local community, where people, we gather together in the name of Jesus. We worship together. We do communion together. We do life together. People, you, church is a sacred place where we gather, where people are married, where we send people off, we, you know, off to eternity from here. People get buried. You know, there are lots of good things. It's a spiritual home is where you encounter God's love and his presence. It's where you learn from his word. And you experience his power and wonderful things happen when we're together. It's important to find a spiritual home and put your roots down. It's important for your family. It's important to build that kind of consistency in your life where you, where you know that you can come and be fed spiritually, where your children can be nurtured, where you learn and, and experience God's love and power. When we sing together, when we worship together like that, it's like nothing else. It's like nothing else in the community. Now, we sing carols together at Christmas, but, but this is different. There's a there's momentum starts to build. Do you have, I want to ask you this morning, do you have Christ as your cornerstone, as your foundation? Do you feel like your life is standing on something solid?
we need to make sure and assure that, reassure ourselves and make that fresh commitment this morning that we are building on a good foundation, not only for ourselves, but for our children and our grandchildren. I believe that Christ alone can be your cornerstone. And when I was preparing this sermon, I felt God say that there were people here that have felt like their world has been really shaken. That things that you put your trust in, things that you even worked, good things that you worked at, have been shaken, have changed suddenly, been taken away from you. And you find yourself in unfamiliar territory. I believe God wants to reassure you this morning. Can we just stand to um, your feet right now? If I could just have the keyboarder. I want to encourage you that God sees your situation. He has a plan and a destiny for you. And will you join with me as we make our dedication afresh? Maybe you've never really invited Jesus into your life. I want to give you that opportunity because that was like finding, it's just the most amazing experience to ask Jesus into your heart and into your life. And to receive him as Lord and Savior is like coming home spiritually. Then you're able to work together with him. And using what? The materials, the scriptural foundations, the truth of his word, you can have confidence to build with love a home, a life. Whether you have no children at all, you still have influence. You still have influence. You can be a mentor. You can be someone that can bless and minister into the lives of others. But we've got to have a good foundation. And for those of you that are looking for a spiritual home, or this is your home, put your roots down and flourish where you're planted. And let and see what God will do with you. And like me, you'll be able to say, I'm amazed at the goodness and the blessing of God. Because this works. His principles work. His truth works. It's lasting. Why don't you pray with me? I want to invite you, if you would like to come to the front for prayer and give your life to Jesus, that would be my absolute privilege to be able to pray with you and to see you find your spiritual home in Him first and foremost and see the work of God. Or maybe you're that person that your foundations have been shaken to the core. And you don't know which way is up right now, but I want to tell you that God loves you, that He has a purpose for you. And as you put your life firmly on His foundations, you will not, you might be shaken, but you won't fall because He's got you. He upholds you with His righteous right hand. And He will nurture you, He will strengthen you, and He will give you courage to do all that He has destined you to do. Why don't we pray? Maybe that's you this morning. Why don't you just lift your hands and join me and say, Lord Jesus, I ask for your help and strength right now. We place you as the most important, the highest place, our cornerstone, the foundation on which we stand. And we thank you 
that you are worthy. Lord, as we build, as we, as we are challenged by this life, and that even though that the world shifts and changes its morality and changes its a line of continuum of, of decision-making that makes no sense, we stand firm on the truth of your word because we know that you are worthy. You are worthy of that, our praise and our honour. And you are able to make us stand so that things that are shaken, what is of you will remain. And as we follow you, you will make us the men and women that we were destined to be. Is that you this morning? Make that your prayer. Father God, we just commit ourselves. And I join together with my brothers and sisters. Lord, to see this spiritual home a strong one, a healthy one. As we lay, we, we build on the foundation that was laid from the beginning of time. On your word, on your principles, on your love. We put our hope and trust in you. We say, Lord, we know that that we will not be disappointed or put to shame. We honour you and we bless you this morning. Thank you, Jesus, for your incredible goodness. Thank you for your incredible blessing and love. We love you. You are our cornerstone. Stay tuned for another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church.